0: Each one of us has a ray mm-hmm. from Jesus' head. Like we are as directly connected to him as the muscles in our body are connected to the nervous system that's connected to the brain. Mm. You know, there's a mm-hmm. connection there. We we are the body of Christ. And we are meant to be connected to him.
1: God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss.
0: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. We're going to bring something that feels kind of like a PS or a continuation of episode 200 with Dean Braxton where he was talking about the rays of light, of healing light that were coming from Jesus. And this is how we can be a ray of light. Thank you so much for joining with us today and tuning in. We want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net. Make sure that you have subscribed to our email lists and that you can access our other things there, our blogs and our bookstore, while we've got a wonderful bookstore online and so many other things, and find out what we are doing and how you can tune in on our Friday night live worship that we have every week on YouTube and on Facebook, and you can connect there from our website, or you can go to either one of those and look for Global Outpouring. And we would love to hear from you. If you have some feedback for us, there's a feedback form on that page. And there's also our email address, feedback at globaloutpouring.org. So let us hear from you. Let us know if the Lord is speaking to you something that you want us to bring to the podcast and and we'll pray into it and see what the Holy Spirit gives us. We just love to hear from our listeners and let us know where you're listening from. We've seen from the, the statistics that we're being heard in 189 nations, and we want to know which nation you're listening from. So today... We want to continue where we started in our last episode with Dean Braxton. Where, and if you haven't, if you haven't heard what he shared, you need to go back. You want
1: to listen to it?
0: Wow, wow, wow! It was so powerful because he is the Lord is giving him the grace and the the go ahead to join us on this podcast to open up some of the things that he has never shared before. You know, he he was in heaven for an hour and 45 minutes of earth time. And it was like, well, there's no time there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a really, 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 really long time. And he absorbed so much and got so much out of it and saw so many things. But he has been... Well, he has this agreement with the Lord that he's not going to bring anything unless someone asks him a question about it. Uh But he's got to go ahead from the Lord to start sharing some things that, even if we haven't asked the question, he's got some things he wants to share.
1: If a day is as a thousand years, Mm -hmm. you know, a day of earth time is like a thousand. You know, think of the spiritual like heaven. He's Mm -hmm. comparing one day. 24 hours to like a thousand years on earth
0: That's a lot of years he was there so if
1: you're um so if you're uh, off the planet for an hour and 45 minutes mm-hmm. of earth time how how much time is that really you know heavenly time well, we don't have to try to calculate that because that won't work anyway but it's just his his relationship you know once you've been there like that you know and we've heard this from we know many people that have had out of body experiences. Yes,
0: and death and experiences. Some
1: dead some were dead on the slab. Mm-hmm. You know, and God sent them back. You know? Right. And the stories they have, you know, and and Dean is just so, you know, because he was gone so long and so well documented, mm-hmm. but it's just like his relationship with the Father, just to hear his voice mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And even get to look in the spirit, look into heaven and yes. see what's what's happening there. You know it's true. It's just amazing.
0: It's true. So the thing that he shared with us in the last episode had to do with Jesus and the crown on his head that looked like the sun. And it it had rays coming out from it. And those rays were healing rays. And each one of them was for an individual. They like every single person has their own ray that comes directly from him. Mm-hmm. and and you can just go back and listen to that episode and i don't know if you want to go back and listen and then come to this one but we're taking off from there if you haven't heard it please go back and hear it cuz it was it was so so powerful but one of the things that that we related it to was like the the tassels on the talit the the tzitzit as they're called in hebrew that have they're like multiple strands of of strings or threads. or yeah.
1: And that's a prayer shawl. That's, that's a that's prayer, prayer shawl. That's, shawl that's that, right, yes. That you see pictures of all the Jewish men on the wall or wherever they have mm-hmm. the prayer shawl over their head. Right. Yeah, Jesus wore one of those.
0: And it, it becomes like a prayer closet when it, you put it over your put head, over your and, head you, and you, you just close everything out. I think that's one of the reasons why they use it.
1: That's wonderful.
0: There's a scripture in Malachi about the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And that particular scripture is, I believe it's referring to when when the woman with the issue of blood reached out and touched the Touch, She didn't dare to touch his actual garments, but she thought, if I can just touch those threads that are hanging from his garment, surely that'll be enough. And she touched and she was healed. And the word... In that scripture in Malachi talks about um, healing in his wings, and mm-hmm. that word wings can be translated corners, which could mm-hmm. refer to the corners of, of the, the prayer, prayer shawl. shawl. Yeah. Okay, so Four corners. So we we talked about the tzitzit, the tassels, being like these rays that he saw coming out of Jesus' crown off the, on his head. Mm-hmm. So as I was meditating on this after we recorded that episode with Dean, I was reminded of a song. That I wrote, how oh, many years ago. I don't yeah. remember how many years ago. I'm sure it's more back in than
1: the 1980s. Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's
0: 30 something, approaching 40, probably. <laughs> and it's not a song that we've sung a whole lot. Uh, we recorded it back on in, back in the day back on, a, on cassette. a cassette. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you still have a cassette player, we might still have some of those around but i don't think you'll find them on the website but if you if you email us and you're interested we can we can negotiate here and get something to you but anyway this little song is something that i think really fits beautifully with this idea of each one of us has a ray mm-hmm. from jesus head like we're as directly connected to him as the muscles in our body are connected to the nervous system that's connected to the brain mm. you know there's a connection there we we are the body of christ and we are meant to be connected to him so we we just we just kind of got humble <laughs> <laughs> and made a humble little recording of this song to play for you cuz we didn't know how to get it off of the cassette and into <laughs> into, into this computer, podcast yeah. so so we just tried it again and recorded it again and and so we'll play it for you right now ray of light
2: love no. I want to be so lost in thee that when
0: Don't you just want to be a ray of light Mm
2: -hmm.
0: to bring him glory? Don't you just want his glory to shine through you? I think that's what this is about, is that connection with Jesus, that connection with our Father, that connection with who he is. So, Philip, would you please read to us Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 from the Passion?
1: On the day Pentecost was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering it was all anyone could bear. Then all at once a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit, and were inspired to speak in tongues empowered by the Spirit, to speak in languages they never
0: learned. Now, this—yeah. I'm always reminded, when we think of the day of Pentecost, I'm always reminded of the movie The the, The Ten Commandments, that Cecil B. DeMille made, and Charlton Heston was Moses, and, and how that pillar of fire was up there in the mountain with him, and mm-hmm. the little flames were slinging off <laughs> of it to, you know, to be the finger of God writing in the tablets. And I always see that on the day of Pentecost as well, but I didn't know that the Passion Translation had put this in. And of course, it's in italics. It's something that is added. This particular translation is a dynamic translation mm-hmm. that isn't word for word, yeah. but it gives the sense of what's available in the various original languages. And, and he uses the Aramaic quite a lot. But there's a footnote here where it talks about the pillar of fire. And I just want to read to you what this footnote says, because <laughs> it goes so amazingly with what we are studying about these rays of light. So it says, this was the pillar of fire. That led Israel from bondage into the promised land. The same pillar of fire manifested here to initiate a new beginning from dead religious structures into the powerful life of the Spirit. Each believer received an overpowering flame of fire signified by the shaft of light that engulfed them. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Well, A shaft, yeah. of shaft of light. of light, And it's, yeah. re- it's referring to the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was as though each one received his own personal pillar of fire that would empower him and lead him throughout his life. This was the promise Jesus gave to his disciples of the one like me.
1: Mm, that's beautiful
0: who would be sent by the Father and never leave them. Well, let's just go over here and look at that scripture.
1: John 14, 12 to 17, in the Passion, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I go to be with my Father. For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to Him. Ask me anything in my name, and I will do it for you. Loving me empowers you to obey my commands. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Savior.
0: Now, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to translate that. And He's got a great footnote in there, and you can go and find it for yourself. If you don't have a Passion Translation, you can get the app. The uh, Life Bible app has the whole Passion Translation, and you can see the footnotes, but we're not going there. But other translations say they use the word advocate or comforter or encourager, helper, intercessor, counselor, talking about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, but I thought I'd throw (laughs) that in.
1: Okay. He will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me, and he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside you.
0: Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. And he's living inside of us in order to help us. He's a helper to connect us with our Father, to connect us with Jesus. And our Father is a healer. He always was a healer. And he designed healing into us. Mm -hmm. Even before, I'm sure it was he had to have designed it even before Adam and Eve fell because we have healing just working in us.
1: Well, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Exactly. So Adam and Eve weren't there yet.
0: That's right. That's right. So healing is a part of the atonement package. When Jesus died for us to be our savior, he also died and took that horrible beating to be our healer. But he did that Because he is one with the Father. He is, Mm -hmm. uh, do I dare say it? He is Jehovah himself. He came to the earth in the person of his Son. They are so one. uh, We don't get it how one they are.
1: It's totally out of our paradigm. The only way we will understand the Trinity is when we're with them.
0: Exactly.
1: In eternity.
0: Yes. I'm sure that's true. And we will continue to make discoveries for all eternity. Yeah, <laughs> That's one of the things that Dean says. As soon as you grasp how amazing our father is or Jesus, uh, either one, then he says, where's the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit is in- inside of you. So that's why he didn't really see the Holy Spirit in heaven. But mm. he, said, he mm. said, as soon as you recognize how wonderful and great and glorious and beautiful God is, by the time you've, figured that out in your head, he's greater and more glorious and more beautiful. <laughs> wow. So this is going to continue for all of eternity. But he is a healer. And Exodus 15, 26 says, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of Jehovah your God, and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues. I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I've brought upon the Egyptians, for I am Yehovah that heals you.
2: Mm-hmm. So Beautiful.
0: right from the get go, when he is making covenant with his children, with his people, Israel, he's making covenant with them to show us how it's supposed to be in our covenant with him. Mm-hmm. He's making himself known as the one who heals. And that's what Jesus came to operate in. But let's just look at a few more Old Testament scriptures. Psalm 103.3 says, Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. That's our Father.
1: Yeah, and then in uh, Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions.
0: So he is our healer and our deliverer. Deliver, yeah. He is our salvation. Uh, Psalm one forty-seven three says he heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds.
1: And when we take communion, all of that is in one cup. Salvation, healing, restoration, it's all in the communion elements.
0: Amen. Amen. It's all by faith. Right. And so he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. So the broken in heart can look to him as our healer of broken hearts. When we first got the revelation that we could receive him as Savior, Mm -hmm. we received him as Savior.
2: Yes. Uh And
0: we took him in. And when we realize that he is every bit, healer as much as he is savior. I mean, when he walked on the earth, that's what he was known for was Mm -hmm. healing.
1: Healing, yeah.
0: And what scripture did we just read? He said, because I'm going to the Father, you will do these miracles that I'm doing and greater works.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: we need to see him and receive him and accept him as our healer. We need to receive him and accept him as our deliverer, as the one who heals our broken hearts and delivers us from our destructions. I mean, yes. the things that we get ourselves into, oh. aye, aye, aye. <laughs> but he, he's our deliverer. We yes. just cry out to him. Oh mm. God, help. And he does. He God. shows up and helps. He's just waiting for us to reach out to him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he wants to use us in the same way that he used Jesus. So I want to go back and look at an Old Testament illustration of how he uses people for healing, and even not only just healing bodies, but even healing the land, even healing mm-hmm. the waters. If you look at 2 Kings chapter 2, this is where Elijah is taken up into heaven, and Elisha goes across the River Jordan with him on dry mm-hmm. land, And he used his mantle, okay? Now we're back to the prayer shawl again, Mm -hmm. okay? So he used his mantle to smack the waters, and the waters rolled back, and they walked across on dry land. And while they're walking, Elijah's asking Elisha, what do you want? Elisha says, I want a double portion of your spirit.
1: Yeah, what uh, Bible school did Elisha go to?
0: (laughs) He went to the school of the the prophets. school
1: of the prophets, yeah.
0: But he was mentored personally by Elijah.
1: Uh-huh. And School of the Prophets was started by Samuel.
0: Yes, that's true. Uh-huh. And Elijah was going from one school to the next in all those different cities in, in that chapter. So we get to where the mantle is dropped.
1: Would that be schools of the prophets? Yes. There was more than one.
0: Yes, because first he said, stay in Gilgal, because there was, I think there was a school there. And then they'd stay in Bethel. And he says, no, I'm going with you. And then they get to uh, Jericho, and he says, just stay here in Jericho. I'm going to go on. And he says, no, I'm going with
1: you. Stick with you like (laughs) glue. Exactly.
0: So Elijah goes up in the fiery chariot and drops the mantle on Elisha. So Elisha picks up the mantle. Okay, remember, it's got the tzitzit. It's got Mm -hmm. those corners. It's got those strings Mm -hmm. that are representative of healing.
1: So the first miracle he does is going to the water. Exactly. Where is the Lord God of Elijah?
0: Oh, yes, that's right.
1: So he smites the, and everybody's looking. Because all the prophets, you know, they were saying, says your master is going to be taken away. It's just like they Mm -hmm. knew it. They knew in the spirit that something was going to happen. And it did. Yes. And so when he smacked the water with that mantle, and it parted the waters, just mm-hmm. like it did for Elijah.
0: Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was carrying the mantle. Yeah. So then he gets back to Jericho, and and they're fussing at him and saying, well, maybe we should just go look. And he says, no, he's gone. He's gone up. And so finally,
1: he Some says, of them
0: did. Yeah, go ahead and look. Yeah, go ahead and look. So they go looking for three days. And they didn't find him. And then, you know, Elisha says, didn't I say, don't go? And then the men of the city of, of Jericho come to Elisha, and they say, look, this is a beautiful location for this city. And it is. We've been to Jericho. Yeah, we've been to Jericho. It's yeah. the city of palm trees, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, we've had coffee there. <laughs> a like, number of times. <laughs> a number of times.
1: For the whole tour group.
0: Right. So the point is here that these people, the elders of the city, I suppose, the men of the city, it says they come to him and they say, this is a beautiful place. But we have a problem. The ground is barren and the water is nothing. And so. Did you think the water was always that way? I don't know. It might have come because God shut down the city under under Joshua.
1: Didn't Joshua curse the city?
0: He did. He did. He cursed the city. So if he
1: cursed the city, maybe the water source got cursed too.
0: It is possible. Because
1: what? Why would you build a city next to a stream that has lousy water?
0: Right. Yeah. You know. I, I I don't know.
1: Cuz there isn't any streams we know in Jericho. Yeah. You but know.
0: Jericho was there when Joshua got there and mm-hmm. presumably the water was okay then. So it does make sense that that could be. So anyway, Elisha asks for, you know, bring me a vessel with salt. And he dumps it in, and here's what he says. Thus says Jehovah, I have healed these waters. And there shall not be from there any more death or barren land. So the waters were healed, and the waters are still good there. Yeah.
1: We've drank from them. Yeah.
0: We've been to that spring. Yeah. And it's still good all these many, 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 many years later, millennia later. Yeah. And it's just amazing. But here's what I'm trying to get to God says, I healed the water, right? Thus says the Lord, I have healed these waters. So Elisha is just the vessel used. Exactly. Elisha is co-operating with God. Mm -hmm. They're operating together. Yes. And that's what God wants to do through you, listener, He wants to heal you of everything that you need healing of, and he wants to use you to bring healing to others because you have that ray that's a healing ray that comes from our Heavenly Father. It comes from Jesus. It comes to you, specifically to you. You have your very own light beam.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So it's really in this intimate relationship that we develop as we walk with the Lord. And I love what it says in John 17, 3. This is in Jesus' prayer at the end of the upper room discourse, as they call it. It's the chat that Jesus had with his disciples after he had the Last Supper with them and instituted the Holy Communion. And Judas had gone out to prepare to betray him. So he's praying to the Father. He says, this is life eternal, that they may know you, the only true God. And Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So really this whole thing of co-operating with him has to do with our intimate relationship with him. And we Mm -hmm. just, that's not something that you can have a shortcut on. It takes time. Yeah, It takes giving your attention to him. It takes cutting yourself away from the distractions. And it takes consecration. Because he's knowable. He wants you to know him. He knows you. He -hmm. knows everything about you. He knows every thought. He knows every word. He knows every action. All of that's being recorded, but he wants you to know him. He wants you to know his thoughts. He wants you to know his words. He wants you to know his actions. He wants you to know his ways. His ways Mm -hmm. are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But he wants us to start getting connected with him in a greater way every single day. Mm -hmm. But the thing that came to me as we were preparing for this and meditating on this is the word consecrate. And it means to make holy. I looked it up in my etymology app. (laughs) (laughs) It's called etymonline.com and it's talking about the word consecrate. It means to make holy. It says from assimilated form of com with, meaning with or together. Okay. So consecrate, the con part means with or together and the word sacrare to make or declare sacred. And then it says see sacred. So here's what sacred says. It means hallowed, consecrated. Now get this, made holy by association with divinity or divine things or by religious ceremony or sanction. So the point Hmm. is, you get consecrated by getting with Him. Hmm. It sets you aside. It makes you holy when you get connected to Him. And this ray of light that is given for you, this Holy Spirit bright light ray, Is given to you to make you one with him. And the Lord gave me another song. Uh, This is unusual for us to bring music into our podcasts, but we are musicians and we've written songs. And this one is not quite so old as the first (laughs) one that we did. But this one is, I am yours, completely
1: yours. There's a song that just came to you in the spirit. Yeah, it
0: just came to me in the spirit. It just downloaded and we haven't sung it a whole lot and we've never recorded it before. So you're the first ones who get to hear the recording. Well, you probably could find it maybe on one of our recordings of a Friday night live worship or something in one of our conventions, but
1: We wouldn't know where to look. We
0: wouldn't know where to look to find it. So here it is for you to draw you into a deeper consecration. Just just listen to this song and and maybe even sing along as you get it, and then we'll pray. i mm-hmm. You gave your life for me, Jesus. I give my life to you. I am yours and you are mine. Just like the book of Song of Solomon says, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. You are ours and we are yours. We belong to you. We are a part of your body. We've been connected to you. Thank you, Jesus, for connecting us. Thank you for connecting us. As believers, thank you for saving us. Thank you for being our healer. And thank you for working through us to do the miracles that you did and greater works, Lord. As we consecrate ourselves new and fresh today, Lord, we're asking you to minister to every single listener all over the world and bring them into a deeper walk with you, a deeper communion with you, a deeper relationship, more intimate, more knowing you and releasing themselves. We release each one of us, Lord. I release myself to you in a new, fresh way. Lord, I give you my spirit, soul, and body, Lord, so that you can do everything that you want to do through me, through us, through each of us, your body. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.